Hey there, friends. You are listening to Creating Success in a Mass. And we're so happy that you're here because every week in this podcast, we teach entrepreneurs and small business owners how to grow and accelerate their money flow. Each week, we talk about strategies that not only help you grow your business, but help you grow as an entrepreneur also. The main goal in business is to enjoy what we do, to love what we do, and to be successful at it. And our goal is to help you get to the place where you want to be. And an additional thing we also love is you have an opportunity to impact your community. What a great thing that you can take your business, your idea, and you can spread that love with the people around you. Hey there, friends. Welcome to today's podcast episode. We have a really fun one here because this is going to help somebody. It's going to help somebody who's really trying to optimize their website for the business and wanting to increase those sales. So this is a topic that we keep um, seeing over and over and we keep getting asked over and over And when we first started in business 16 plus years ago, um, it's something that we didn't know that we also had a question about. So uh, today um, we're going to talk about, we had a listener send us in a question of something that she's struggling with in her new business. And we're going to address her um, question and her issues and um, talk about it. So maybe it'll help give some perspective and some guidance and some actual, you know, action steps and things that you can go and implement and and look at in your business. So the question is from Jill. Jill started a website a few months ago and is needing to know how to get more traffic to her website. She does like her social media posts, um, but she's not getting any um, purchases and she's wanting more traffic to the website, and she doesn't know how to get them there. Right. Nothing's more frustrating than one of two things. You pay a company to build you a website, or you spend time figuring out how to do it yourself. That Then time. you start looking at the analytics, and you're like, 29 people. Right. You know, you're like, what the heck? Like, I, I thought if I had this website, I was going to make money. Right. And let's be honest, if you're building your own website, which is a really, you know, challenging tasks for most of us in the beginning, you also are putting in tears. <laughs> like it's not just time that you invested and spent in it. You also had challenges and, and tears and frustrations that went into it also. So it makes that, you know, realization of not much traffic really difficult and then you start questioning like well what did i do wrong what did i miss what what like maybe i think it's a good website but it's not really a good website there really is a lot there's a lot that goes into it so if you're on the fence of building one if you have built one there's a lot of platforms out there um a lot of good ones um they all pretty much specialize in a certain thing and i always tell people you know choose one that fits best for your model of your branding your business but Figuring out just how to get everything laid out because there's what we kind of call the architecture of a website. And when we think of architecture, we're thinking of like the shape, the build, um, kind of the, you know, think of the outline, what makes it up. And then there's the cosmetic part of the website, which makes it look pretty. 
and coffee that actually translate that connects with people that want them to make purchases with with you and so we're going to kind of go through some of these things well and let, let me just put what you just said in a little bit um more relatable terms. that wasn't relatable so, <laughs> i always equate it to there's like when you go car shopping you there's two like aspects of the car there's what's under the hood, like the engine that makes it go and run. And then there's like what's outside, the exterior, like what you look at, the, the cosmetic prettiness of it. So basically what you just said was yeah. there's two different, you know, components to a website that go together to make it functional and, and decent. Right. But regardless of most of those things, whether it's the engine or the body of the vehicle that is your website, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to get traffic. That you get people there. That's that goes into the marketing realm. That's really where you are. It's like how are you showing up um, in marketing, um, and then how is your search engine optimization for your website so that it does pop up on search engines like Google and Bing. You know those things are, are highly important with right. getting more traffic. So of course you know anybody listening and Jill, um, if you're not sure what your website, if you're sitting in this space of questioning and doubt of, did I build a decent website? Like, am I missing something major? We we offer free website audits. Um, so you can always email us your, uh, if your website address, and then we will get a, a free audit back to you. Sometimes, sometimes as business owners, we get, we do all the work and, and we get so invested in all those hard steps. And then you know, it, we're not giving traffic to the website. And then we start really questioning. And it could just be something as simple as like having an outside perspective, look at it mm -hmm. and say, oh, hey, you know, this button's not working. Right. And it could really be something just as simple as that. But we are so invested emotionally yeah. in all of the steps that we took that we, we take it personal. Mm -hmm. And 99% in, in of the time, you shouldn't. It's no. not it's not a personal issue. Right. It's It's just not. Um, nine times I've noticed in most website audits when people are saying, you know, I'm not getting customers reach out to me, it's typically a broken link. And most of the time, I find you don't have enough buttons, there's not enough places for customers to reach out to you, like it says it right at the top. But as you go down, there's nowhere else where they can actually reach out to you. And I know, good tip of a website is you want people to scroll down. Um, you know, in social media, you don't want them to scroll away. You want them to connect with you. But on your website, you actually want them scrolling and reading because that means that they're diving into your content and diving into what you offer and who you are. Um, so making sure that you have buttons in different places where they can connect with you and get in with you is highly important on a website. Right. So if, you know, Jill, her question was she needs to know how to get more traffic to the website. And mm -hmm. so if you're seeing that you have traffic to the website, but you're not getting um, sales, then I then that, of course, is something that you might investigate. Like, um, is there a broken link or is there, you know, is the checkout process not user friendly? Like if if you see that you're getting traffic to the website then it may be a cosmetic, like, user-friendliness user situation, uh, you know, on the website. But in Jill's case, it sounds like she's not seeing that there's actually Yeah, the analytics coming. are showing a low number of unique visitors than what she's right. like. She would like a lot more. Right. 
So um, if that is the case, then there's really a couple of different things that we usually um, will suggest looking at and analyzing how you're doing and what you're doing. So while we're talking about the website, let's, um, let's talk a little bit about how you can get traffic to your website. Right. And I kind of see um, this kind of in two categories. You have short term and then you have kind of like a long term game. Both are important and both need to be done. The short term really can be like your social media is like you can literally do it right after you get off this podcast and you can go right into beginning to market. The long term game is going to go more into of like your search engine optimization, having a Google My Business profile and optimizing those, um, which take a little bit of some time to kind of um, start working with your website and get you found. Right. So um, one of the, the key components to getting traffic to your website is from the search engine optimization, also called SEO. Mm -hmm. um, what is SEO? What is that? What is what is search engine optimization? So I'm going to think back of like whenever we had one of our first businesses and I was in Jill's position of like, have you seen the number of people that come to our website? I mean, I mean, have you seen the lack of number of people <laughs> who come to our website? Right. And I can remember I had um, Googled something like how can I get more traffic to my website? And I obviously all these tons of like articles and blogs and stuff came up that were like SEO. I actually still have the first like PDF downloadable. I got like someone's free opt-in. It was like the handbook to SEO. And I can remember taking notes on it. And I was like, I literally wrote SEO and I wrote out search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. Like, so I could remember it. Like I had no idea. What is this? I have no idea what SEO. And, and you know what? Most, most right. of us don't. Most people, you know, you think that you build a website and then they're going to come like that yeah. movie, you know, build it and they will come. <laughs> but, and then you website do that. Website dreams. You do that. And then you realize, oh, I built it, but they're not coming. So what did I do wrong? And it's not that you did anything yeah. wrong. You just didn't realize that there's a SEO component that right. goes to it. So I'm going to say this as simple as I heard someone tell me that made my brain click. And it was search engine optimization. SEO is when the common person types something in Google, you somehow have those words that they would put into Google somewhere built into your website that now Google says, oh, because your website has those words built in, you must be for the person who's now searching for this thing. So if I'm looking for the best window tint service in my local area, and you're a window tent service place with a website, and it says the best window tent service in Chattahoochee. There's a Chattahoochee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alan Jackson would know. But, you know, wherever your local place is, if you have that built in, you're likely that your website pops up. And Okay, so let's break this down. So mm -hmm. what you're saying is um, I would, you know, be looking for a window tent for my car, and mm -hmm. so... I'm going to go to Google. I'm going to pull up my Google and yep. I'm going to type in best window tent near me. Yep. And so those are the, what you're saying is the SEO keywords that I would want to use. Right. So you want to have a title on your website that says best window tent services in blank, wherever you happen to be the area that you service on your Google, my business profile. You also put, you have your locations on there and you also put in there, but what other ways would people look up window tent and you can brainstorm in your own head all the different ways that people can 
or would type in your your type of service. Mm -hmm. And another way you can do it is you can actually, they have these software programs, and you can use them for free, by the way. Google has some, which if, if you use Google's keyword, like search tool, I mean, it's Google. So it's highly accurate. Right. It's basically Google telling you, um, this is what I need you right. to have. So I know what customer right. you want. Yeah. So you put window tint in there and you, you know, say, hey, Google, crawl this. And they search it and then they'll give you any search queue that people have done that relates with window tint. Right. So it could be like how to fix my window tint, how to do window tint myself, a DIY window tint from Amazon. You'd be surprised all the different things that popped up. We um, So what it does is it starts showing you how other people outside of you would actually search things. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. So if I input these things into my website, then Google sees, well, since it's on your website, then my yeah. website pops up. So I always say it's like um, you have like, you know, a knee, you have a, a let's just use the, the uh, like a restaurant, for mm -hmm. example. You have a plate, like you have a dish, right? You have something that you're offering to serve. And then Google is the server. And so you Google is like, um, oh, you have chicken and mashed potatoes. And this customer is asking me for chicken and mashed potatoes. So put it on here so I can serve it to them. Right. Yeah, it's really what it is. It's, it's connecting the right companies to the right individuals that are searching. Right. So you're telling Google, I need you to find me right. people that want chicken and mashed right. potatoes. But if you don't have a menu, the server has no idea. Right. Yeah. And so you have to make sure that you are putting what it is. And so like this brings me to another thing I see a lot of people doing wrong in their websites is, where are your words? Yeah, so that's what that was my next question. So, okay, we've done the research. We we understand what search engine optimization is. It's keywords. It's mm -hmm. the words that people are using to find whatever it is that you have. We we define that, mm -hmm. and now we talked about how you come up with those with you know all the platforms and the places that you can put in what you do, and it's going to tell you. What, they're, what words exactly that the people are using currently right now to mm -hmm. find things that you have. So then once we find these words, where do we put them and what do we do with them? Yeah. So in most website platforms, on your pages, you're going to have like a title. So this is going to be like your bigger header font. And that's really where you want to try to slip in some of those keywords. But the problem is, is sometimes your headers can, it's like you're putting in like, you know, like, you know, best window tint in blank is a good header to have in one place, but you can't put that all over your website. Right. And so sometimes the keywords don't necessarily fit with what would make sense in the writing. And so then you then you have other areas of text, which are like more like your paragraph building areas under your headers that you can sometimes slip some of these keywords into. The idea is you do just need some written copy on your website pages. Having a few phrases here and there with some pictures isn't necessarily enough to get your website to come up. If you look at someone like a business or a company that's highly successful in your industry, go look at their website and look and see how much copy they have. You know, some places, they it's a ton. It's tons and tons and tons of written copy, which can kind of cause another issue in another area, but 
Um, then on the other end, some people don't put hardly any words on their website. They make it all visual, but you need words in TextBox on your website so that Google knows what it is you do so that they can connect your website to customers that are searching for that. Okay, so um, if I'm Jill and I have this website that I built and it's getting no traffic, then I um, need to research some SEO mm -hmm. and make sure that I know what words people are right. using for my product or service that right. I have. And then I go and I actually type like words into my website mm -hmm. on like headers and, you know, written paragraphs about. Um, I would do this. We're going to put this in three steps. One, research the keywords that apply to your business. Do not take keywords that do not apply to your business. If you're a window tent place, but you don't do windshield replacement, don't put it in. You don't want to just put random keywords in because you want to try to get all the business. Only focus on what you do in your brand. That's step one. Get your keywords. Step two, what's your platform? Are you on Wix, GoDaddy, Squarespace, Shopify, WordPress? Then go do some research. What are the best SEO tactics for blank, the website template that you currently use? And then teach yourself. Become an expert, a DIY SEO expert for your website platform for your business. Learn from that and then go plug those keywords in where the experts tell you. And that's for free. You don't have to pay for that. And so then, step three, you know what you need to input. You know how to input. Now you just need to take action. Input it and put it in there. Now, you're not going to wake up tomorrow morning after you do this and go, oh my gosh, my website is just clicking. It is a crock pot, honey. When you put the ingredients in and you push that start button, dinner won't be ready in 15 minutes. It's going to take some time. So give it some weeks. Give it some months. But the most important thing is this is the long game. And you're going to need this in six months. You're going to need this in three months, a year, so forth and so on. But let's talk more about what can you do outside of the long-term SEO game, which you've got to get that done. You have to do it. What about your social media? Right. So with social media, um, you, you, it's not like what we just talked about in your website where you have to use these specific keyword terms. If anything related to that in social media, it would be closer to like our hashtag usage. Um, but even that is just a little bit different. So when you when we talk about using social media to drive traffic to your website, we're not talking about, you know, how we just talked about like with your website. It is different. So one of the main things that we see with um, people on their social medias when they're just starting out is that it doesn't, it's not optimized to direct people to the website. No. So when you land on the social media page, like there's a funny reel and I click it and I go to the social media page. Like I don't always find where they're directing me to their website over like in the description part. So you want to make sure that you have your website filled in in the you know description part depending on which platform you're on put the link to your website there and then also whenever you know 
you're doing posts on every post that you do, you should be directing to the website. And if like, let's just say you, you know, sell um, tumblers and you make a post and you're promoting a specific tumbler, you want to direct them in the copy. Like when, you know, you write out your description, your, your whatever, and then you want to put the link for that direct checkout spot for that exact Tumblr. Because what happens is um, when people are on social media, it's like a scroll and go like culture. I mean, it's not like they, they're not in the mindset of shopping. And so you have to like gear towards like, is this going to create a quick, fast checkout, like buy now situation for them? Right. Because if it doesn't, like if I just link like my website or let's just say I don't link it at all, it's over in my description and they had to go search for buttons to push and then they have to go search to find this Tumblr, you've lost the sell. Right. Like, like the odds that they're going to even get to your website are so low at that point. Right. Yeah, so like with the SEO, it's kind of like a restaurant, you know, the server, aka Google, they bring you a menu. And then you look at the menu and then you choose an item, which is the website that you chose and you purchase from that business. Right. But social media is not necessarily, social media is more like a farmer's market. There is a lot of booths, a lot of places, a lot of individuals selling different and also the same things. And so you're looking at how can you really hook the right niche and the right customer, right? Like if you're not into candles, you don't want to be pushing and attracting candle people. You're wanting to push people for what it is that you do. Your bracelets, your bows, whatever it is you sell. You want to attract that type of person. And so you're, you know, with the social media, it's about trying to get a hook, aka let's let's get the stop of the scroll. And then what's my call of action? Right. In where the, am I? Where am I sending you? Am I just like, wow, I'm happy you were entertained and you love these hair bows that I made. That's wonderful. Um, but go on to the next post. There's something really funny coming on down down the stream, and you're really gonna love it. And there's a dance that someone does, and you're gonna want to dance that too. Uh, but have a good day. Thanks for taking an interest. You wouldn't do that at a farmers market. At a farmers market, like you have a closing sitting, you would have a call to action. Right. And so have a call to action. And you said have a link. And every social media is a little bit different. Some allow you to put the link on the post itself. Some you have to redirect to your bio. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that you understand how they all work. Um, the way my brain worked, I literally had to put Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest. And I kind of had to put a synopsis on paper for me to understand how you get a customer to your website on that social platform. And after a while, I was able to throw that piece of paper away because I needed to be able to realize how my call to action worked. Because my call to action on Facebook is not the same call to action that I do on Instagram because my customer isn't always the same, nor does the platform work the same way. Right. So you want to make sure that you're showing up and you're being genuine on your social media and that you're providing ample opportunities for them to um, go to your website and purchase the product or you know check out and shop around but you have to in order to get them to move there you have to show up and you have to ask for it and they have to understand what it is that you have 
So if they show up on your social media and you just have your logo as your um, header and you have your logo as your profile picture and then they scroll down and they're like, oh, that's a really cute Tumblr. And then they scroll again and they're like, oh, that's a really cute hair bow. And then like they just exit because one, like there's not a full bought in like understanding of what you offer like what your shop is so make that like first impression of your first date on your header profile you know picture make that a clear idea of um what it is that you have so they're like oh wow i like this and then they go to the next post and they're like oh my gosh there's a cute tumbler i think i could i, I could get that for so-and-so for their birthday and there's a link there and they can click it and they can go, how much is this? And check it out. And then before you know it, they're shopping and they're adding the cart. Right. And I mean, and that's in the same time, like, how do you shop on social media? What grabs your attention, you know, and what strategies can you use? You don't have to create all this out of your head. We're always going to be like huge into like being authentic to yourself. Right. And be creative in how you do things and be open to do things differently. But you also have to understand is as creatives, we always get blocks too. And so it's okay to look and see what are your competitors doing, what seems to be working for them. And then how can I take that and tweak it and mimic it to be within my brand, to make it my own kind of thing. Um, and I mean, because a lot of the techniques and the strategies are kind of the same across a lot of industries. And so you don't have to always reinvent the wheel. Right. But at the same time, don't get too hung no. up on what they're doing, because I know uh, a lot of times we try, we get ourselves so intimidated because we try to mimic like the big box store or, or the person that is an influencer and has hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever. And it becomes, you know, disingenuous to our yeah. brand. Because engaging, engaging an audience is going to be different than someone who has an engaged audience. Right. Because once people are already engaged they're kind of like watching those sitcom tv shows it's like to be continued mm -hmm. they're all game in like they already understand context and who it is that they're watching but when you're trying to engage an audience they don't know who you are yet so you're instilling a no like and trust so that then you get to a place where like they're ready to do business right so, I mean, there really is a lot of marketing that goes into driving traffic, but there are some really basic technical foundation in foundation things that you need to have. And when I say basic, I don't mean like it's going to be easy or it's super like simple, you know, whatever. I just mean like more technical, like need to have a button, need to have a link type of thing. Um, rather than like engaging people, um, it, all of it goes together and all of it drives traffic to uh, your website. And, mm -hmm. and it, it, you have to kind of have all of it there. But um, for Jill, I would say check out what we discussed about um, the SEO and, and the components of your website. If you feel like you need a um, free audit, for your website cosmetic, like, you right. know, appearance, then of course, email us the link and we'll be happy to do that for you. And then, um, you know, on your social medias, make sure that you have calls to action, make sure that you make it really clear when they land there, 
knowing that in the social media world, like you're going to capture their attention for a very short period of time before it's a scroll on kind of attitude. And so your goal is to one, make them understand what you have like immediately as a first impression and then give them options and opportunity everywhere to go proceed to your website to check right. it out further. If you can get them to engage and proceed on in that short period of time um, while you have their attention, right. that is the key. Yeah. And you don't have to have a huge following when it comes to getting sales and traffic to your website. Um, because within the first three seconds, if you're very clear about who you are and what you do, the right people are going to want to continue watching. Because if I'm in need of daycare services, like I am looking for a daycare and I'm just scrolling my, my social media at night and all of a sudden a post pops up and I'm like, oh, that's a daycare. I'm already engaged because of who they are, because of what they, you know, it's like, well, this is a daycare. I'm in need of a daycare. And so with your business, you're thinking, who's in need of what I do? Who's in need of my service and my product? And so if you come out within that scrolling, that first three seconds, you know, and they know, oh, you do this. Mm -hmm. Well, the right customer is going to stay engaged with you. Right. And you provide them a link to get more. Right. Like as soon as you capture their attention, you need to make sure that you're giving them a link to get more of something from you. Right. And you'll know because when they follow, they're like, I need you. I'm following you. So I see more of you. And so that's when you're getting follows. It's like, oh, I better have call to actions. I better make sure my websites are linked to my social medias and my social medias are linked to my website because if people are following me, then there's potential for business to be done. Right. They're already telling you, oh, hey, I like what you have. And then they're just yeah. waiting for you to tell them, like, here, this is what, this is how you can get it. Yeah. Here, let me make your life better. Mm -hmm. Like, right here. I know you're, I know you're super busy in your yeah. world and you're just taking a checkout scroll here on social media. So I'm going to make it real simple for you to just go ahead and purchase and move on. Right. And sometimes as business owners, we get like, you know, nervous about that. And we don't even necessarily always think about that. So always, I always say, whenever you're making your social media posts or you're doing something on your um, social medias or Pinterest or whatever you're doing, think of it as, am I giving them a quick, easy, simple, two-minute, like, checkout process to make their life better to, by getting, one, what I have that's going to solve their problem, and two, by not taking up a lot of their time. Mm -hmm. And that you'll see your sales go up if right. you if you focus on that. Right. And to kind of give you an example of what would it be like if someone found you on social media, but they couldn't get to your website to actually do business with you. It's kind of like driving down the road and I'm feeling tired. Hmm. Caffeine. I could use caffeine. Now, there's a number of different places I go to get caffeine. Now, if I see a Starbucks sign, I'm going to be like, yep, that's it. That's where I'm going. So then... I see it. I know what it. I know what it provides. I know what it does. It and it fixes my problem that I'm currently having. So I get to the drive-through. I pull up and they say, "Oh, sorry, we no longer serve coffee. We serve nothing at all." Wait, wait, wait I can't even do business. No, we're sorry. We're um, actually not connected right now. The drive-through is just a speaker that speaks and informs you of all the things that we could give you, but we can't give it to you 
because um, the window doesn't open and so sorry. And so that's a lot of what, like sometimes if your social medias, if they're not connected to your website where you're taking payment, or if you don't even have a menu, an, an ability to take payment right. on your website, you can't, it's like coming through a drive-thru trying to order things that they can't give you. And if they can't give you things, they're sure as heck not giving you money. Right. So um, hopefully those tips and um, techniques can help you stop and go look around at what you offer and how your posts look and um, if you have the SEO or play around, do some research with the keywords and see if you're using the the actual words that people are, are using to find things like you um, and put some implement some of that into your business and that will definitely help you drive traffic right. to your website. Yeah. And if you're overwhelmed and you're like, I don't even know where to start, like just message us. Businessbuildingmentors.com. Go to us, send us a message. We'll do an audit on your social media or your website, tell you how to get those things fixed. Hey, we've been there. We've done multiple businesses um, in different industries and we trust us. We have been in a position where we didn't always have everything clicking the way it was supposed to and we lost sales and we left money on the table. But, we don't want to see you do that. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you can always reach out to us. Right. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we also have a kickstart to marketing um, five-day mini workshop challenge yeah. coming up. And if you're listening from a year from now, we may still have it. Right. <laughs> so um, if that is something that you feel like you're stuck and you're not really, you know, you need more of this, not necessarily just how to drive traffic to your website, but just more of um, how do I do marketing? Like, I'm not even 100% sure, like, what marketing is and if I'm doing it right. Um, then go over to our website, businessbuildingmentors.com, and um, also we'll link it here in the podcast description and sign up for that five-day mini workshop challenge. Yeah, and we have a couple other things. Um, we also love connecting with people and more of like a club or a membership kind of style things. We really have two different options for you. We do have a paid program called Small Business Builders Club. It's a month-to-month mentorship community of like-minded entrepreneurs that we connect and we go on Zooms and we help solve people's problems they're having in their business. And a, another option, which is a free offering, and make sure you go join us on our Facebook. It's called the Faith Field Business Alliance. It is a free group that we have so that we can be in community together as we grow our businesses. Right. So, um, Jill, we hope this helped you figure out how to gain more traffic to your website and any everybody else listening, um, we hope that it provided you some hope and some help also. Sometimes business can be hard and sometimes business can be lonely and sometimes we get stuck and we're not really sure um, how to grow forward. And so we hope that we um, helped you today with that topic. And if you have a topic or a question just like Jill, then please send it to us and we'll be happy to um help you into to answer it because if you have that question the odds are somebody else probably does too thank you again for listening and we will see you next time well hey creative friends we hope you enjoyed today's episode and you go take action in your business if you really enjoyed this episode we hope that you definitely subscribe to us and if you know some creative friends out there go ahead and share to them for next time we'll be here same time same place